Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. New guidance from the Office of Personnel Management looks to help agencies carry out the president's three executive orders on the federal workforce. OPM says agencies who have union contracts that have expired or rolled over should start to implement the order's provisions by telling federal unions to vacate federal property and updating official time limits by July 9th. Other agencies can't implement the majority of the order's provisions until current collective bargaining agreements expire. A Republican lawmaker introduces a bill to ban unions at the IRS. Congressman Paul Gosar's bill excludes the agency from parts of Title V of the U.S. Code that address collective bargaining. Gosar says if some agencies like the National Security Agency and FBI can't unionize, then neither should the IRS. The bill would largely affect the National Treasury Employees Union, which represents most IRS employees. Nearly half of senior leaders at the Food and Drug Administration are eligible to retire in the next two years. A recent FDA assessment of its own workforce says it's struggling to retain some supervisors and managers who go through nearly two years of training and leave for private sector companies with higher pay and better benefits packages. FDA has received direct hire authorities in recent years, but its current patchwork of authorities means some managers make less than the employees they supervise. The departure of Scott Pruitt as administrator of the EPA is unlikely to change the policy directions he was pursuing. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Not with Deputy Administrator Andrew Wheeler taking over as acting. Attorney Wheeler, formerly a lobbyist with the law firm Fagri Baker Daniels, represented a coal company in fighting Obama-era environmental rules. He was also a staff director for Republican Senator Jim Inhofe, a proponent of the Trump administration's regulatory rollbacks. Wheeler worked at the EPA during the Clinton administration for four years. I'm Tom Temin. The Postal Service needs to upgrade its vehicle fleet and mail processing equipment, but lacks the funds to do so. The Government Accountability Office finds USPS would need to increase its spending by 70% to cover its infrastructure upgrades. The agency has curtailed its spending since 2009 to cover a decline in first-class mail revenue. The Postal Service posted a $1.3 billion net loss last quarter and has ended the last 11 fiscal years in the red. As the 2020 count draws closer, the Census Bureau seeks software support for online responses. For the first time ever, households will be able to respond to the census through the internet in 2020. Now the Census Bureau is looking for ways to support that capability. The agency released a Sources Sought Notice on Tuesday, seeking software support for the design of its online questionnaire. The agency asked vendors for their responses by July 17th. This comes as the Census Bureau wraps up its end-to-end field test in August. I'm Jory Heckman. President Trump's former National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster is heading back to school. McMaster will serve as a visiting fellow at Stanford University focusing on international studies. McMaster will also lecture at the Stanford Graduate School of Business in Management and at the Hoover Institution. An investigation by the Pentagon's Inspector General finds a Marine Corps general abused his position by treating his aide as a personal assistant. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The IG substantiated allegations that General Rick Uribe used the aide from another Marine Corps officer to handle his laundry and other personal jobs during a one-year tour in Iraq. Witnesses said the aide was put in a condition of personal servitude. Uribe acknowledges making mistakes but chalked them up to the fog of war while he was serving in Baghdad and inadequate ethics training. But the DOD IG was especially suspicious of that latter claim. Just before deploying to Iraq, Uribe served as the Marine Corps' own Inspector General. 
Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Airmen from the 301st Air Force Rescue Squadron helped with the launch of SpaceX's Falcon 9 resupply rocket. The rocket, which took off last week, is the 15th SpaceX mission to bring more than 4,000 pounds of cargo to the International Space Station. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.